the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. It's four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And if you'd like to join us, this is a car show. And for the next hour, we answer questions about your car repair questions or some argument that your husband and wife are having. And uh, and both of them feel like that they're right. And so we'll break the tie one way or another. My name's Mark Salem. And sitting here next to me is my son, uh, Alan, my daughter, Andy, and my wife, Renee. And between all of us, we've been in the repair business for more than a hundred years. Um, well, I guess my wife's a hundred years. The yeah, rest of us are a little less really than like that. that number. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the cumulative total of us. But Decent. you and I have been thirty-nine years. Yes. And so the kids fill up the rest of that. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. On the west side of town, there are three S and S Tire and Auto Service. There's Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Why I like S&S Tires is is that they have a very comprehensive line of tires. So if you stop by and you say to them, can I have the good, better, best price, they're capable of giving you one number, which covers four tires, installed, balance, all the FET, all the sales tax, all that stuff together. Then you can decide what you want to do. And obviously the good, better, best scenario is, is the price is also good, better, best. So you're gonna you'll match that up. So SNS has that kind of a tire inventory where they can actually give you those three those three numbers. So they have tires from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. And they do front end work, alignment, suspension, and everything related to tires as well as oil changes. So if you're on the west side and you want tires, or if you need tires, or if you want to explore early, you know, tires and you don't yet need them, then S&S Tire and Auto Service is the place I would suggest you try. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Last hour we were talking about vibrations, and when you, when you. We have a caller? Yeah, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Thank you for reminding me. Nick, good morning. How can we help you? Hi, good good morning. morning. So um, I've got got a 2005... 2005, Oh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, 2005 Honda Accord. And I was hearing some clicking noise under the steering wheel. Okay. I looked it up online and watched the video... And, and it, it was, was due to, to a air mixed controller, controller or air mixed actuator. It's called the blend door. Actuator? Yeah, yeah. Blend, blend door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Several, several names for it. For it. Okay. So, uh, uh, someone, someone suggested, suggested that, that it, the sensors get a little bit dirty. You can take it off, clean it out, and it'll be working again. Okay. So, I did that, took it out, cleaned it out, and 
Now, now uh, when, when I, I put, put it back, back in, in, I either, either get only hot air or only cold air on the driver's side. Okay. Well, that the hard part is is there's a diagnostic procedure that you kind of missed out, and then when you took it apart, I don't think you have the skills to know if the hinge is bad, if the motor's bad, if there's something that's bent or some heat-related, because the ductwork you're working with is plastic. And yeah. so it's not uncommon for us to have a problem with the door opening and closing, and then we take a little grinder in there and kind of clean up the area that's dis- that's what's the word I'm looking for? Malformed? Disformed? Deformed. Yeah, deformed. deformed. Thank you for that. So so those are the kinds of things that, that we do when we go in there. It's not uncommon for us to find half of a cheeseburger. It's not uncommon for us to okay. find linkage that's bad. It's not uncommon for us to find distorted plastic. Um, there's lots of things. Now, think of this is a Y, okay? You have the two coming in, and then at the stock of the Y, the vertical portion of the letter Y, that's where the blend door's at. So cold is on the left, hot is on the right. So if you want all cold on the left, then you shut off the the hot on the right. So the door swings right to shut off hot air. If you want a blended amount, then the door goes to the middle. But there's a potentiometer in the middle, and it doesn't sound like it can find the middle. So it's... But you're right. But there is also sometimes a process to open and close the door. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like a recalibration procedure yeah. to where you show where the limits are. Okay, this is the limit. This is the limit. There's your range. Right now, it may be. It may just be going all the way to hot. It sees a resistance where it can't go any further, and it shuts the motor down. And but it it can't see anything in the middle of that. So it goes all the way cold, and then stops, and then all the way hot, and stops. But it, it doesn't recognize the in between. Most of the time, yeah. if not all the time, when we do that reprogramming and and letting the the blender see its parameters, relearn a relearn. We're doing it with a scanner. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a scanner. Right. Yeah. Right. But. Right. If you want, you can go to YouTube University and ask them for a relearn um, procedure for your 05 Acura. Now, sometimes in the older cars, and, and I'm being silly here, so forgive me, but sometimes you hop in and you turn the key on and then you go air conditioning and then you go to heat, you count to five, you wait... You wave a dead duck over your head. You honk the horn twice. You open the door and shut it. And I'm making fun of the process, but it's it's that way. So the relearn yeah. process is that way. There are General Motors out there with a relearn process for the blend door. Yep. And we have to we have to open the door and have it hit, and then the computer can see. Oh, the amp draw just went up, and then the movement of the door just stopped. So I know that's the parameter to the right. So the door goes to the left, and then all of a sudden it hits, but there's no increase in amp draw. So the computer goes, well, it's not open all the way or shut all the way. So those are the things that we use when we look at a scanner. How long did it take you to get that blend door out? Well, I think I'm just about done with it. I mean, it's, it's a pain to get uh, get in there and upside down. So. Yeah, and I, I'm impressed. Okay, I, I'm impressed that you did that because, frankly, on a 1 to 10 scale, most of the blend doors and the cars that we work on would take a skill level of 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So I'm surprised that you tried that, but I'm impressed that you got it out and got it in because that's that's pretty cool. So your skills are a tad above than most people that we deal with. So well, anyway. They're, they're not at your level. I didn't get it fixed. But, uh, thank you for <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to you, Nick. Thank you very much. All right. Thank and, you. Uh, Bye-bye.
we we deal with blendors a lot, and the symptoms typically are stuck cold. Yeah. Okay. Stuck, stuck hot. Or yeah, deep different floor side and, to side. Yeah. Floor floor center, defrost. Floor okay. center def- floor dash defrost. Um, noises, clicking noises. Okay. Um, and yeah. I think people don't, you know, not everyone understands that there's multiple. You know, you could have the temperature door, you could blend door, you know, all the different mode door. Mode door. Yeah. yeah. You're exactly right. That's why we have to kind of use words that they can relate to. So when we start talking about the, they say the air blows out of the wrong place. Well, defrost is windshield, center vent is what we usually use, and floor vent is, is a heat for, yeah. for heating up to your feet. And in my truck, you can put cold air to your feet as well. Right. So it's important for us to have that kind of communication level in order to say to them, what the, where is the air coming from? And it can be a temperature. What's really kind of caused us, our industry, to really struggle is we have now the husband can pick 32 and the wife can pick 105. Right. And so we have two people in the car that have picked two temperatures that are wildly different. And that gets to be a real big problem because then the, the computer has a tough time. We've got a caller, Gil. Who would that be? That would, that would be Randy. Randy. Randy, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Uh, first-time caller. Uh, I've been working on cars since the 60s, so I've been involved in just about everything. Uh, but this is a question that I have for you, because I went online and looked for answers on some information couldn't get. Here was the issue. Uh, I was making sure that my daughter was maintaining her 2016 Hyundai Sonata. Okay. And so she's been doing a good job maintaining that. She's been taking it to a a place that, you know, takes care of cars in San Diego, okay. California. And uh, she drove out to see me. I'm in Arizona, obviously. Okay. And... Uh, when she came out to see me, when she was getting ready to leave, I said, well, let me just double check what the service tech did uh, to your car, make sure all the levels are correct and everything like that. So I pulled out the dipstick, and because the oil was brand new, sometimes it's very difficult to see where it really is sitting. Have you ever seen that? Of course. You betcha. You betcha. So, so, so here's, here's what happened. happened. I, I, I looked, looked at it, and then, then I went, I'm not sure where this is at. So I cleaned it, put it back in again, pulled it back out, checked the dipstick again. I'm going, where the heck is this level? I, so we finally found it, and I went, he put too much oil in your car. Now, to give you a reference of where that oil level was, there are actually two dots on the dipstick. One dot is add oil, and the other one is full, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, it was about the same distance as that gap between those two dots above the full mark. Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing that's about a quart. Uh, it, it, the difference, yes, and and just so that everybody knows, not everybody has a dot for the low and dot for the high. We have a checkerboard. We have a variety of ways to denote add and full, but yours has a a hole in the dipstick or a dot. So yes, and it sounds like you have a quart more than you should have. Right. right. Now, now what, what I was, I was trying, trying to explain, explain to her, her she, she just, just kind of gave, gave me a look, look like, like, well, okay. okay. I, said, I said you, you can, can increase. increase uh, uh, Crank 
case pressure. You can damage rings. You can blow seals. And probably a number of other things. Correct. Some of those things most of us would disagree with, but but you're right. There's no good that can come out of a court over. And one of the things that does happen sometimes is is we start foaming the oil. And so we get it too close to the crankshaft, and all of a sudden the oil turns to a foam, and we're aerating the, the, uh, the, the oil. And in the old days, too much oil would blow seals and stuff like that. But with the newer cars, we're sucking on them pretty hard with the PCV valve system. So we're not going to build. We're not likely to build so much pressure in there. But it's not a good idea. Well, oh, when we, oh, when okay. we think about when we think about over full, uh, I mean a quart is over full, and you know obviously. But I mean we see cars in here that have a capacity of six and come in with eleven. I mean, you're talking about people who drain the wrong fluid. You know, they'll drain the tranny fluid in their driveway yeah. and then fill it up with oil. I had a guy in a razor do that just the other day, and so you know they add. And and so th- that kind of stuff, uh, I mean, that's that's a little excessive. But I, I mean, I don't know that I would be ultra concerned about one quart. I, I try not to do it, but but when, when when you say over full, we're thinking three, four, five, six quarts. And, and oh I, no, 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 yeah, no. And and what happened is is that sometimes happens is it calls for three and a quarter quarts. Yeah. And so somebody dumps in four. And and it's not uncommon for us to have that happen at our shop. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and we have guns, and we squirt oil in your car in 11 seconds. So sometimes the guys mess up and put it a little full. Um, and if it's brought to our attention, then we deal with it. But w- here's my question to you two. Uh, when was the last time we had a problem with somebody that had it over full, other than the fact they were uncomfortable? We, we oil leaks or any uh, related stuff. It was it was within the last probably two or three years. It wasn't something that we did, but it was. I mean, it was so full. I want to say Jason worked on. I can't think of what it is. It was so full. It was causing. Um, I have to think about it for a second, but it, it, it's not common. Not okay. common. Yeah. Not common. Yeah. I don't and know that I, w- I would do anything. Um, th- there's two ways to drain it. You can pull the drain plug on it real quick and drain right it out on. and put the plug back in it. Some of us have tools that we can stick a hose down the dipstick tube and sub- suck some of the oil out of it. But but I think what what you need to do is, is look at the owner's manual to see exactly what it has. Tell your daughter to tell them it's three and seven three and 75 it's three and three quarters or it's four or four and a half that's what needs to happen but you could have had a youngster on there that thinks everything holds five quarts he's going to get in trouble when he does a diesel that holds 12 quarts because the diesel is not going (laughs) to like five but in your particular case i think many of your concerns are unwarranted i I, although i would bring it to the shop's attention because they shouldn't be doing that Mm -hmm. exactly Exactly. and that's that's what 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 i told her her, uh, that that it was was, uh, uh she needed, she needed to, take to take it back, it back in, in show, show them, them, let them, them deal, deal with it. it. I, did I did see something, something on YouTube, YouTube that was, was, was pretty, pretty ingenious. Uh, a, guy a guy used just, just a small, um, like, like, not PVC, PVC but uh, a, a neoprene little hose or something. You stuck it down, down in the dipstick hole, which kind of surprised me. So it was small enough. And he connected a syringe to it and just sucked it out the yeah, additional oil, oil, which is a good, good idea. idea. The only thing I thought was a bad idea is he didn't put a safety on there, and if that hose happens to drop down inside the crankcase, he's got a real problem. Well, not only that is, is I mean, the biggest horse syringe we can find, if you're going to take a half a quart out of there, um, you're going to be there for a while. 
because yeah, you're about, turkey yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, even a turkey baster, you're going to be there a while. Yeah. So, um, it, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, turkey basters wouldn't, wouldn't work because it wouldn't suck, suck it hard enough. Well, well <laughs> and, and and there's a lot of but but you're right. It's really she's going to be okay to go back to California. Just tell her to stop by the shop. This is their problem to fix. So she'll be okay. All righty. Well, listen. Thank you very much, Randy. Thank you very much. Hey, Gil. I turned down Alan's mic. Does that make any difference on the echo? Um, a little bit, a little but, bit you but you still can hear still hear it. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring him down a little bit more because he has his microphone in Wisconsin, and we're sitting here in, in uh, Missouri. And so I'm bringing him down because he's louder than anybody else. Oh. And so I'm bringing him down thinking that his microphone is out there in Never Never Land, and it's picking up everything from all of us. And then Andy's snoring, so that makes a big difference, too. <laughs> all right. We'll be back in just a minute. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take, fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure. Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. 
Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Both boys. Welcome back, everybody. 24 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem, Renee, my wife, my daughter, Andy, who, um, what does your business card say? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What does your business card say? Full-time babysitter of the men at Salem Boys. Yep, that's exactly right. And she is the full-time babysitter (laughs) for the guys. And her biggest babysitting job has to be sitting next to you. Probably. Yeah, which is my son, Alice. Some days are better than others. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Nevertheless, 602-508-0960, Action Auto is up at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a good guy. I've known Tom since the late 80s. Uh, actually, early 80s, between 80 and 85, is I th- I'm pretty sure is when we met him. And he's a really good guy. He's honest. He's dependable. He's been around a long time. And if you meet him and meet his staff, you'll understand why I recommend them. So if you live anywhere near Deer Valley and I-17 and you don't have a repair shop, I'll tell you what I tell everybody. Stop by, make an appointment for an oil change, and see how they treat you. See how, you know, if they come back, if a shop comes back and gives you a big laundry list of stuff to do, that might be a, a sign that that might happen all the time. So you can make up your mind, but if you don't have a shop, I-17 in Deer Valley Action Auto. He's on the northwest corner of that intersection, and he's a good guy, I promise. Let's go to the phones, and I think the first caller here is Christopher. Christopher, good morning. Well, well Mark, Mark Christopher, Christopher dropped, dropped off, so let's go to Lee. Lee. Okay. Lee, good morning to you. You're up now, and we can help you. Uh, thank, thank you. you. In, in a God of the No, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, uh, so I have a 2015 Tacoma, and the maintenance required light came on because of oil change. Is there, there any particular way you could actually get that to go off without having to buy a scan gauge tool? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You don't have to have a scan gauge. Scan tool on that one. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it, it'll say it in your owner's manual how to turn it off. Oh, okay. And 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 sometimes what it happens is they want you to psych. Your, I'm going to give you an example that this seems to be the popular one is turn the key to the on position and then throttle the engine's off. By the way, throttle to the floor two or three times. And that's a common one. It could very well be that there's a reset button on your steering wheel. There's a cancel button for your cruise control. There's a variety of reasons, but almost always there's going to be a process in your owner's manual. Yeah, so on our Dodges, we have the gas pedal one. So you turn it to not engine starting, but just auxiliary, pump the gas pedal three times but and do a process. But on my Toyota Camry, you actually use... you. Just turn it on, not the engine on, but just turn the accessories on and then turn it to like trip A and then turn the engine off and then turn it off or on and then off. It's a process like that, but I have it written down, but that's how my Toyota is and I can do it myself. Okay. Chevrolets have the three, the three pedal thing um, Mm -hmm. as well. So um, does that help you out? (laughs) Sure. I appreciate it. Okay. Good enough. Thank you very much. And Gil, you said we had somebody else? 
Yes, yes we, we have, have John. John. John, good morning. How can we help you today? Good morning, good morning Mark. Mark. I gotta, I gotta say, say it's pretty entertaining, entertaining when you uh, have the whole, whole family, family there. there. Yeah, well, we had to bail Alan out of jail to get him here, <laughs> but but um, I have to get him back right after the show. Anyway, well, thank mm-hmm. you for that. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, uh, been been with you for a bunch of years, and uh, you uh, definitely keep me company on Saturday. A lot of a lot of good info. Appreciate it. Two minutes. Thank you. Um, thank you for being nice. Direct yeah, direct port injection. Or actually it's not port, it's direct injection. We're gonna send the fuel into the cylinder as opposed to into the intake to be mixed with air. So we're ship we're we're spraying fuel right into the uh into the cylinder. two guesses i'll guess just like youtube university i would clean i'd buy some mass airflow sensor cleaner and clean the mass airflow sensor but i want to tell you if you get aggressive with it or you don't follow the directions then you break that little wire you just cost yourself two or three hundred dollars so there is a process now i would also clean the throttle blades and that's going to be with the engine off you get somebody to hold the throttle wide open you get this long screwdriver with the rag tape to the end of it you spray that with some carb cleaner and you just kind of polish around the bores and clean the area around the uh, throttle blades one of those two things i think you have about a 75 percent chance of being able to pull that off okay, okay. All right. um can i, can I give, give you a, a quick, quick follow-up follow? um just a second because i'm up against a break so please hold on i'll meet you back here in about two and a half three minutes okay so I'm Mark Salem, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Opioid addiction has shattered too many lives and broken the hearts of too many families. It's time for toughness and resolve. Martha McSally has what it takes. In Congress, I've led the fight to secure the border. We need to crack down on drug cartels and stop the flow of heroin and fentanyl across our border and into our neighborhoods. As your senator, I'll be a warrior against the cartels and the opioid epidemic. Law enforcement officials on the front lines of the border crisis know they can count on Martha McSally. 
Here's Art Del Cueto, Vice President of the National Border Patrol Council. We need leaders who will help us fix the border crisis. Kirsten Cinema opposed funding to help law enforcement fight the drug cartels, and she supported dangerous sanctuary city policies. Kirsten Cinema is weak on border security. The National Border Patrol Council is proud to endorse Martha McSally for Senate. I'm Martha McSally, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by McSally for Senate, Inc. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess you know it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two, if you're very overweight. And three, if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. The answer's of the dream of Henry Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and uh, if you'd like to talk cars with us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we're going to go back to John, because John had a, uh, a new VW, an 11 VW, and had 115,000 miles on it. And uh, he was talking about direct, ignition, uh, direct fuel injection, and I'll explain that in a minute. But you had another question, John, so I'm all ears. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, kind of just, just a follow-up follow on how to, how to prevent the carbon, carbon build-up. Build doing, doing some reading on it. I don't know whether do you go and use, like, like a tackling fuel, fuel additive, or do I have to go as far as, like, installing a catch can to prevent the oil from recirculating through the system? There's nothing you can do. Oh. Here's the deal. All right, well, here's the answer. Okay, this is the technical answer, so you know I'm 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 betting you can follow. We're going to run oil down the intake valve stem. We need to lubricate as the valve opens and closes. Okay, we typically had the injector pointing right at the back of the valve, so the valve kept as the injector sprayed. It sprayed fuel on the back side of the valve. Then the valve opens up and we get fuel and air. Well, when they took the injector out of the intake runner and they put it directly into the cylinder, 
What are we going to do with all that oil that comes down that valve stem? What are we going to do with it? That's it. And and there's been times we've pulled heads off where it's plugged solid. The entire intake port is plugged solid. And you get out your hammer and your chisel and you beat the hell out of it. So the idea is, is no one knows what to do. And there's no fix what to do. Now, some of the guys are saying that they're using a heavier oil, which leaves less film on the backside of it. But I suppose that you could probably find something to put into the air system. Here's the problem. The air system is a good idea because the air is going to be delivered by the intake valve. So if you want to put some kind of heavy-duty chemical and use it to wash the back of the valve, here's the problem, though. as the, This is not an area of heat. There's not a lot of heat in this area. So there's nothing to spray the oil off the back of the intake, so it just gets a little hotter and a little hotter, and oil oxidizes about 325 degrees to 500. Oxidation means it turns to a solid. So after we start building up the solid, then it might as well be charcoal, and getting it out of there is just impossible. Now, the only thing you could do is romp and stomp that thing every once in a while. Yeah, that might help you. Just kind of pretend like you're drag racing somebody or that yeah. your your wife has a beer between her legs and you want to just spill it all over. Or just kind of just romp and stomp <laughs> that thing and, and run it hard. Run it like you stole it, as they said, you know, when we were younger. And that's that's about all. There's no fix for it right now. There's a lot of people out there that are coming to my shop and saying, we've got this and this is the niftiest thing in the world and the machine's going to cost you $400 a month, but you have to buy our chemicals. And then all of a sudden we're figuring out that it's 400 for the machine and it's 500 for the chemicals and we're out of ground. And there's no science behind this machine that's supposed to fix this problem. So everybody with direct injection is having it. It's not anything to do with Chevy, Ford, Honda, Toyota, uh, Dodge, Cadillac. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with direct injection. So that's all you got. Okay? Okay. Okay. I appreciate the help. You're welcome. Thank you. And, Gil, have we got anybody sitting in the wings? Oh, oh, no, no, lines, lines are, are open. open. Okay, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. I just want to cover something we covered the first hour, and that's the communication at the front counter. Mm-hmm. It's important for us them to start with the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Obviously, year, make, and model and miles is important. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of decide what we're going to do. But when they say, I have 300,000 miles and they've got an oil leak, we kind of look at the PCV valve and some of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives us a hint. But sticking with the symptoms is important. Yes. And when it comes to self-defense for car expense, here's something that I want you, to, especially ladies, to, to know that this is acceptable. You go into a shop and they tell you you need a transmission service. You say to them, you know, let me get my owner's manual and you show me where it says I need a transmission service at 30,000 miles. Most of the time they won't do that because they know the owner's manual says 75 or 100. Then they're going to say, well, this is Arizona, and the manual's not written for Arizona because we're really hellhole hot. The problem with that is is you can smile and say to them, well, you know what? Next time I come in, or would you just get an Arizona owner's manual for my car? And and then I'll just buy it at the parts department, so could you order me one? Because they don't make one for Arizona. And even though people say that all the time, there is no owner's manual. It's for all 50 states and probably Mexico and South America as well. So it's an issue of, of defending yourself. 
right now we have a lot of newer model cars, probably from 10 and north of 10, 2010, where all this maintenance from 0 to 75 used to be there, and now it's not. So we're having to make up our own maintenance schedules and telling people, and I know a transmission shop that tells everybody, regardless of how old your car is, you need to change your oil at 30,000 miles. Well, that's pretty self-serving. That's pretty self-serving for a transmission shop to say that. Not to mention the fact that the old transmission, four quarts and a filter, used to be $125. Now we have synthetic fluid. And when they start doing that and adding one or two filters to it, now we're triple that much money. So it's kind of convenient for a transmission shop to say, oh, you need to have change your oil at 30,000 miles. That's what's best for you. That's not what's best for you. That's what's best for them. 602-508-0960. We'll be back. Let's Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB Online Directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Your life is an important one. Here at 960 The Patriot, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and our hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and a desire for personal growth. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you will automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. Plus, 20 Patriot entries will be invited to a free barbecue lunch hosted by Seth Liebson. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Visit 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? 
Close parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select Email or Talk Back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 44 minutes after the hour of 7 o'clock, or after the hour of 11 o'clock, I should say. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up in North Phoenix. They're off of I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Strictly Diesel is a great place to go if you like Strictly Diesel people. He does foreign and domestic light trucks. He doesn't do the big trucks, but he's really good. Nate is really good at what he does. He also sells parts 24 hours a day on their website, strictlydiesel.com. So if you're in the area or if you can't find a diesel shop that you like or think doesn't have the skills to deal deal with your diesel, may I suggest Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Mike, good morning to you. How can I help you? Well, well, good morning. Good morning. Uh, got, got a, a two, two, 2003, 2003 Honda, Honda CRV. Wife was driving it and all of a sudden started acting up, up and, and now she went to her appointment, appointment got back in, back in and it won't start. Cranks over okay, but it's like it's not getting gas. Okay. The most important thing is is when it cranks over and doesn't start, it's going to be spark or fuel, and we have to figure right. out which one it is. So if now, you want to, what, what, go ahead. Go ahead. If what you want I to done, find spark, then you take re- the spark plug uh, boot off and put a screwdriver in it, have your wife hold on to the screwdriver and just tap the starter a couple times. If she screams and uses bad words, then you have spark. Then you take some carburetor cleaner and spray it into the intake um, through the through the it, the in the it's what we call throttle blades. Um, spray some in mm-hmm. there; it'll start and run for a second and then die. But anyway, you said you tried something. Well, well I recently, recently I changed, changed the, the plugs and, and the coils. And it hasn't run since then. It, it, it did run. run. I went for a test drive. drive. Everything was good. Uh, didn't uh, drive for a few days, days and then she drove it and then it started acting up. Okay. Um, it's entirely possible. Now, when you took the coils off of the top of the spark plug, you know there's a little rubber boot that connects the coil to the spark plug? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those go bad a lot. And when you do spark plugs, you should always do the boots. But it's typically an engine miss, and it's not going to kill all four or all six of your of your engines, of your cylinders on your engine. Now, right. it, it, this is important. We don't want to chase our tail. So it's not important what you did before. We're not going to go in and verify your work. We're going to start with fuel and spark. And so all all that we need to know as an industry is it cranks over at the normal speed, but it doesn't catch or start, and it has gasoline in it. Those are the things that we want to hear. Now, at the end of the day, when we fix it, then we can answer all those why questions. Why did it do this, and why after I did that? But once we fix it, then we'll deal with it then. How many miles are on your CRV? Uh, 
777. Okay. Well, it could be a crank sensor, a cam sensor. It could be a fuel pump. Have you ever put a fuel pump in it? Yeah. Yeah. Recently, recently I just changed, changed that, that out. out. That okay. was fun. All righty. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> did you did you replace the fuel pump relay? No. no. Okay. Did you replace just the pump, or did you do the whole sending unit? The whole, the whole sending unit. Okay, good, good. All right, well, look in your owner's manual and see if there's a fuel pump relay. Chances are it'll look just like the air conditioning relay. Sometimes you can switch the air conditioning relay with the fuel pump relay, and if it starts and runs, then you kind of know what to do. Okay? Thank, Thank you very much. much. Uh, you're welcome, Mike. Dick, you're up next. How can I help you? Okay, okay greetings, greetings from East uh, Thank you. I have an old car I'm restoring. I'm trying, I'm trying to, get to get to the overdrive. I think it's a board corner. Wonder, wonder if you know of a shop out here in the East Valley that may be able to work on that. that. Most people don't. Is it out of the car or is it in the car? Uh, it's in the car. Okay. If it's in the car, I only know of one shop that's very capable of dealing with your transmission, but he only deals with shops. He doesn't do any retail work. Okay. okay. And, and in his defense... Um, that's a huge part of the relationship, but it's also a huge draw on your income stream because oftentimes you spend hours with customers um, and uh, he wants us to do the initial diagnosis and stuff like that. You're in East Mesa, yes? Yes, yes. Does the car drive right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'm not capable of suggesting other shops in this environment because I, I don't have their permission. But right, if right. you brought that shop to us, or that car to us, we would then check it out and we would deliver it to this wholesaler who we've used a lot. And he pulls rabbits out of his hats, right? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, there's been cars that we've been able to give him specific symptoms like that Dodge. And he said, look at the uh, inlet uh, the wire harness that goes to the uh, transmission, and if there's a little shunt in there, then take that out and plug it in, and we did that, and that fixed it. Do you remember that? Um, we added. It was a noise in the converter. Is that the one you're talking mm -hmm. about? No. Noise um, filter? I, I was. Well, I, we, yeah, there was some too. kind of a of a, a pigtail that you unplug the harness, and you put this pigtail in it, and then you plug it in. I thought okay. that was something. Okay. But he's he's very capable. He's very capable on the old cars. Um, I wouldn't have any problem with giving him anything from the 50s or the 60s at all. Now, what year is your old car? 1948. Okay. I, I still think he has the capability, but he also has this capability to say, I don't know. And so you bring, it to, you bring it to us. What we're going to do is we're going to bill it straight through. Right. So whatever he charges you, you're going to get shop supplies, environmental charges, and some sales tax. Now, you have warranty through both of us. You have it through my shop, and you have it through him. So you're not going to go to him, but I'm still in the food chain. So I'm still there for you. But, yeah, if you bring it in, then talk to Alan or Andy, my daughter or my son, and uh, they'll be able to help you. Okay. okay. All right. Do, 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 do we need an appointment for that or just bring just, it by? Just, well, obviously, Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are kind of hectic, but any other time okay. should be fine. Okay. okay. All well, right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And, and wait, hang on, Dick. All right, Dick, was that a 49? 48, 48 Willie's Overland Jeepster. Okay, I, I missed it. 48 Willie's, Willie's oh. Overland Jeepster. Okay, Willie's. I missed that uh, um, over... Land because I'm going to write this down and uh, and make sure I'm right. Um, anyway, thank you very much, Dick. It, it might, 
What? Should we have him call us first to make sure that, that, that this is something that he can work on? Yeah, Dick, why don't you do that? Um, have you got your pencil handy, Dick? Sure do. Sure do. Okay, four eight zero five nine eight one two three four. I named all my kids with an A so I could remember their names, Alan and Andy, and either one of them can help you out. And they're, and they're going to get your phone number for you rather than we ask you for it right now, okay? Gotcha, gotcha. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You bet. Ronnie, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi, Hi there. there. Hi. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I'm getting that call. I'm hearing myself. Yeah, I know. We're, yeah, we're having that problem. Ahead, I guess. Okay. Um, I've, I've uh, got, uh, got a question on, on brakes, brakes on the, on the 2000 Jeep uh, Grand, Grand Cherokee. Okay. And, um, I'm, I'm putting, putting my foot on the brake. It's... Uh, sporadic. sporadic. It's not, not tied, tied to uh, uh, how often I drive the car, the car. But, but every, every once, once in a while, my foot, foot will go about halfway, halfway down, down on the pedal, pedal uh, further, further than, than normal. normal. It's usually right, right up, up, you know, probably, probably a good six, eight, eight inches, inches, six inches, inches off the floor. floor. And every, and every once, once in a while, it'll go about halfway down, and if I pump the brake, it'll go down. Just, just a little, a little bit, bit off the floor. floor. And, I, and I still, still have brakes, but they're, I'm, I'm having a feeling that my front, front brakes are not, are not locking, locking up uh, like, like usual. usual. I, I feel like, feel like the brakes are usually coming, coming from, the from the rear. Okay. No, you're wrong. Um, so, so I'm wondering, is this strictly a master cylinder issue, or is this possibly tied into ABS? No, because you'd have an ABS light on if you had a problem with one of the wheel cylinders. I am quite sure you have a bad master cylinder. What you're describing is is that the master cylinder is bypassing. And what you, I'm going to change everything you said and said at times when I drive this, the pedal gets firm at different places, sometimes very close to the floor. And when it's normal, it's only got an inch or inch and a half of play on the top end. So intermittently, the stopping point of my brake pedal changes. And if the master cylinder has fluid in it, more than likely it's leaking out of the back of it, but it's 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 connected to a booster, so you're not going to see that. But if it's leaking out of the back of it, which they typically do, then the diaphragm of the brake booster is going to take a beating. And so we need to make sure that we either get the, the, the brake fluid out of there or put a master cylinder booster a combination in there. So, yeah, you can you can do all kinds of stuff to it if you want, but the easiest thing to do is, is go around back of some grocery store and make some really hard panic stops, get out and look, and the front tire skid should be about as twice as long as the back tire skid. So all you have to do is look at the skid marks, and if you're hitting on all four corners, then it's going to be a master cylinder bypassing. Yeah, yeah in, in which, which case, case the uh, fluid, fluid is not, not going, going down, down, right? No, it's not going to go down. It's the cup. Yeah, the cup pushes on the on cylinder. Okay. Yeah. It, no, the fluid's not going to be going down. The cup, which is about the size of a quarter, no, size of a nickel, it, it has a, a rubber lip all the way around it. And when you push it, it doesn't contain the fluid in front of it. So it's leaking past the lip. That's why it's changing its location. That's why sometimes it's firm at the top. Sometimes it doesn't get firm at till the bottom. And I would imagine that your master cylinder is a very old master cylinder. Yeah, All right. Yeah, 140,000 on the car. So, okay. Well, what yeah, the heck yeah. do you want? <laughs> that's, that, that's six <laughs> well, times well, around. I didn't know if it was tied into the ABS. ABS. Uh, uh, 
possibility. I suspected a master cylinder. I have rebuilt many of them in the back in the day, but nowadays they just replace them. Yeah. Yeah. No, ABS would, would chatter your brakes. You'd hear a chatter, and you'd feel a chatter with your pedal. And then if you took a hard right turn and left turn and stopped, you'd also have a chatter in the pedal. And if there was anything serious with your ABS light, then you'd have a trouble code, and the ABS light would come on, and it's typically a yellow light, and basically it's saying to you, I've disabled the ABS because I see a problem. I'm going to give you conventional brakes. But it's not very often, or I don't know if I've ever seen an ABS problem cause this pedal change in firmness that you're describing. All righty. Thank you very much, Ronnie. And Hux, you're up next. Hux, how can I help you? Uh, I could have won a big Wow. Wow, wow, that's a question I've never answered before. We've had some weird ones today, huh? Yeah. When he uh, takes the e-brake, when he releases the e-brake, the radio goes to static? Yeah. Now, let's talk about this out loud. The antenna is the biggest problem with AM radio. Sure. And so if you sometimes if you intermittently lose the station coming back, and it's a bad connection. Um, and and the FM radio doesn't need an antenna, so to speak. So it's not nearly AM is more Two dependent minutes. on an antenna than an FM radio is. But if he releases the uh, parking brake, right? If he releases yeah. that and now all of a sudden he's got static, why wouldn't we have an electrical storm somewhere in that circuit when he releases the brake pedal? Or it's coming up and pinching a wire, or it's coming up and knocking a ground off, or something like that. Yes, yes, that's right. So when you look at it from that point of view, um, you're looking at it from some kind of an electrical malfunction or some electrical storm that's contaminating his 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 uh, his radio. Um, What's the name of that? Is that stereo shop that you deal with? Do they take uh, motorhomes in? No, they wouldn't be able to. Okay. I would take it over to a shop in Tempe called Sounds to Good to Me. Sounds Good to Me. And I would say to them, I think there's a guy there the name Mark, and I would say to them, Mark Salem says that you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but I thought I'd give you a try anyway. And that's kind of like it. dropping the gauntlet. Okay. All right. I can't fix that. It's one something that I've never run across before, but the answer to why it's happening is will be there after it's fixed. So once we fix it, then we can explain why they're related. But the only thing that happens on the application of the emergency brake is we turn on the parking brake light. Right. And it's a mechanical. Um, it's a mechanical transaction. It's a mechanical effort. And unless there's some kind of a chafe in the ground system or something like that, I can't imagine why it would have anything to do with your AM radio. But I, I just don't know the answer to that. Well, good luck to you, Hux. That's the best I can do for you. When we start talking about cars, it's right here on Saturday, every Saturday from 10 to noon, right here on KKNT. My name is Mark Salem. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. You're welcome to send me an email, and if you give me a phone number, I'd appreciate that because I'd like to call you back sometimes to ask you some questions. Drive safe. God bless you. I'll see you next week. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.